is. This is Holsey Remark Show, and I found this bizarre case of the electric poltergeist scale. The history of the paranormal was littered with mysterious individuals who at times seemingly came out of nowhere to baffle my girl before fading into the mist of time. These people stepped back set out from beyond the fringes of what we know to demonstrate abilities of phenomena beyond our comprehension. Tense teases us with answers to the unknown realms that lurk in the priority, and then have forgotten to leave and to leave their mysteries swelling in the wake of their departures. One such case is a peculiar mysteries mysterious historical case of such a puzzling person as that of a poor peasant woman in France, surrounded by strange, ghostly phenomena, who would go on to, from a humble life to become a great unsolved mystery. The tale revolves around Angelique Cotillene, A-N-G-E-L-I-Q-I-E-C-O-T-T-I-N, who in 1846 was a young 14-year-old peasant girl living in the village of Borgini, B-O-U-V-I-G-N-Y, near Leperie, L-A-P-E-R-R-I-E-R-E, France, when life and that of her, those around her will be ever changed as she launched herself into the realm of legendary and explained mysteries in January that year. Angelique was at work weaving silk into gloves at a large wooden weaving frame when the whole thing began began to shiver and shake increasingly tensely before actually sliding across the floor. Despite its heavy weight and the fact that no one was touching it except Angelique just moments before, it was noticed when Angelique approached the frame it seemed to actually retreat from her, almost as if it was a living thing recalling from her presence, which was all enough were all enough to unsettle the others who were with her at the time. Frightening witness to the unexplicable event told adults but the time but at the time no one believed them. In the coming days more similar phenomena began to follow Angelique around, such as tears moving out of her way, and even at one point a table also seemed to levitate levitate in the air in her presence. It was also papers that would flutter and blow away near her, as if it gust of wind and pens or other small objects would be would also dance about or retreat from her touch. Angelique parents as well as local residents witnessed these incidents and rumours began to swell that the girl was possessed by the devil. Her parents would separately bring her to a local priest for an exorcism. But her problem was deemed to be more of a physical phenomenon rather than the work of the devil for reasons that are unclear. She was sent home in a do- doctor's care. The doctor in question went in a rather sceptical of the outlandish stories he had heard. He soon would, he would, but he would soon witness those odd phenomenon himself. He would indeed steadily grow intensely. Objects be flung from her, flung from a slightest touch of great force. When she sat in a chair, it would rattle and buckle to the point that even the grown men could hold it down. Heavy tables would seem to lift and hover in the air. In front of a startled witness, another furniture also shake, quick, quake, and move, move about when a girl was near it. On one occasion, a heavy container flew across the air, through the air, with a man sitting upon it. Angelique's bed would often levitate, shake, or move about when she, while she was in it. An exceeding general was noticed to be more pronounced and stronger at night. Another phenomenon was a gravitated towards her was cold gusts 
that would whip up in her presence, even though no windows were open. Perhaps the most certain thing was all, as those who made contact with the girl would often receive potent electrical shocks that would send, send them reading, and this would sometimes happen even if she didn't touch her, they didn't touch her at all. On some occasions, these various phenomena would join by consultative fits that Angelique would experience, which were at, which were at times so fierce that she that she was so injured by her wild frowning that during which no one could seem to calm her or hold her down. Oddly, it is noticed that magical objects were not affected by these mysterious forces, although they were negated by simply standing on a carpet or waxed cloth. While Thomas Conversi got much more powerful when she stood on bare earth. At this, all this, all this continued relentlessly, sometimes ceasing for a day or two, a couple of days, only to come back seemingly even more violent. At this point, it's decided that there's not much they could do for her. An attending doctor suggested admitting Angelique was being widely known as called electrical girl. A protocol scale for scientific testing by powers and by epidemics. For this purpose, Angelique was taken to the big city of Paris, which was examined by M. Charlotte, C. H. O. L. A. D. A Dr. Shanton, Shanton, S. A. N. C. H. O. N. Later, physicist Francis Ogon, F. R. I. N. C. O. I. O. I. S. A. R. A. G. O. N. Appointed by the Company de Science. The researchers were quickly able to observe all manner of phenomena from Miguel, most notably her seeming electrical charge and ability to repel and move objects simply by touching or brushing up against them, to the point that Angelou would later write that Angie would touch no object without breaking it or throwing it upon the ground. Dr. Center would say some of the various Say so some of the very observed strangers. The chair which I was holding as firmly as possible, with my foot on both hands, was suddenly torn from my grass when she sat upon it. A little strip of paper which I balanced on my finger was blown away several times, as though by a sudden rush of wind. A dining table, considerable size and quite heavy, was several times displaced and pushed by the mere contact of the girl's clothes. A small paper wheel placed vertically or horizontally upon its axis, received a rapid motion through the animations which proceeded from the child's wrist and elbow joint. A very large and heavy sofa on which I was seated was violently pushed against the wall when the young girl placed herself beside me. A chair held to the ground by strong persons on which I sat in a manner so to be occupied about half it was suddenly pushed from under me where the girl sat upon the remaining half. A remarkable fact is that each time the chair was risen, it seemed to adhere to the girl's clothes. She followed it for an instant, then disengaged herself. Two little balls of elderwood, a small piece of quill, suspended by a thread, silk thread, was disturbed, attracted, and finally separated from one or the other. A girl can finally touch anything with her left hand without causing it to be thrown some distance. When the clothes come in contact with pieces of furniture, she tracks his spells and finally overturns them. Other oddities are observed, but these powers are seen to cling to them and Angelique. For instance, it's noticed that these strange manufactures often always occurred in the evening 
after his eating, between the hours of 7 and 9 p.m., and her, her left hand was more powerful than thumping with its crackling, his suitable energy with her right. With the left side of her body, generally noticeably warmer all the times. It was also noticed he had a strange relationship with magnets, able to cause magnetic needles to move to follow her arm without even touching them. It was also found she was to touch the bell pole of the magnet. She would receive a powerful repulsive shock, whereas touching the cell pole produced no effect at all. Regardless of Andrew's reactions to what was happening to her, it was noticed she was constantly very nervous, and an onset phenomenon caused her great fear and panic. Sentient would say, say this, as soon as it becomes manifest, she rapidly endeavours to escape, though she repulsed by some contrary force. It's only when she thinks of nothing, or when her thoughts are otherwise engaged, that the phenomenon is more sudden, intense. Each one is marked by extreme fright in a girl, flight, and the general air of alarm. Algo would cook, come to conclusion that antique powers was something to do with a sort of electromagnetic phenomenon, possibly triggered through some mental trauma of melee, and write in the case in the article in the Journal Desperate Debates on February of 1846. At this point, Algaro was thoroughly convinced that the fun was real, and it was a mysterious fault beyond, beyond understanding a work rolling within Antelik to the point that he strongly urged the formation of a formal committee to inquire to examine the girl and collaborate his own findings, but were mostly unable to observe the, the very phenomenon that Algo had spoken so fiercely about. And the only thing that rather sceptical committee was able to witness that might be an unexplained phenomenon was the chairs that Henry sat on would shake and vibrate, often violently. Even this they were sceptical of, and the committee would write, it was affirmed that the mid-cotton exercised the most intense action of repulsion on bodies of all kinds, whenever a portion of her garments touched them. Accounts have been given to very heavy tables being overturned by a simple contact of a silk thread. No effect of this kind was manifested before the committee. In the narratives communicated to the company, it was found that a magnetised needle under the infants, the girl's arm performed rapid oscillations and finally fixed itself quite far from the magnetic medium. When tried before the committee, a needle deftly suspended in the other the same way and under the same circumstances, experienced neither permanent or military displacement. The committee needs, need not emanate the useless attempt. These useless attempts it simply contained itself claiming that only one of the alleged facts which was realised before them was the concerning sudden violent movements of chairs in which the young girl seated herself. Other serious suspicions arising as the matter in which movements occurred, the committee was decided it shall be submitted to an alternative determination. It frankly announces that in the investigation intended to discover the fact that certain habitual manoeuvres hidden in the feet and hands could have produced this observed fact. A lack of spectacle display and at that the other scientists had witnessed was then explained away by M. Charlotte as possibly saying from her somewhat how losing abilities and informed the committee that they 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 would be formed when the powers returned in full force. However, as of April eighteen forty six it seemed the animatic forces that had surrounded Italy could apparently gone, either dissipated dormant, 
and because of this, no further tests could would be could be conducted, at least not in a controlled clinical setting. We stirred up a great amount of skepticism in the committee, and we give a rather damning conclusion on the whole matter, saying, "Anne Copeland did now declare that the young woman has lost her powers of attraction and repulsion, and that we should be notified as soon as they if they are restored." Many days have passed yet. The committee has received no intelligence. We have learned, however, that many cousin is now daily received in the drawing rooms where she repeats her experiment. After having put away the circumstances, the committee is of opinion the committee is transmitted to the committee that is the subject of meeting. Medium Cotton could be considered never been sent in. Interesting, in the meantime, although she certainly lost her ability, Lee was travelling about with her family, putting on shows that she could cause some objects to move and to jump, just as she supposedly always had. It believed that at this point, even by those who studied her, they had probably resorted to trickery to try and make some money off of her reputation. But to them, this did not mean the powers would never go real. Never real. I'll go, would only assist the rest of his life. They had witnessed powers the human mind he can only begin to guess, and he maintain the conclusion, as he says, under particular conditions, the human organism gives forth a physical power, which cannot, without visible instruments, helps this body to track, repels them, according to law of priority, overturn them, and produces phenomenon of sound. In the end, it's hard to know how much of Andrew's cotton, cotton's powers were real, or how much weight is given to the story. It's obvious that she's further tested by the committee, but could this have possibly really been because they were fading by that time? Or, if, if so, how could she manage to continue displaying for them for money to crowds? Was she at the point tricking with the sleight of hand and smoke and mirrors? Did she ever have those powers to begin with? It's perhaps tempting to write all this off as sham, pulled off by an aid in a family, but it's known that she quite certainly studied and witnessed the performance feats for the doctors and searchers who did vouch for and were dumbfounded by abilities. Could she have easily consistently filled these trained professionals? While we probably never know if electric powers were real or not, it's interesting to think about. If they were, it ties in nicely with prevalent theory in paranormal circles that some ghostly and paranormal caused by the vast power of the human mind lashing out the outside world to be intentionally or subconsciously. This is indeed true when the cotton case could possibly be a prime example of this in action as Furman on display seemed to be obviously make some from her have come from her, for whatever reasons, they have all their hallmarks of photographs activity. They could most certainly be mistaken for ghostly phenomena. In a sense, this important case is worth considering while we're talking about the nature of photographs in, uh, in the first place. Unfortunately, there's little we can do to our verbal what was going on in this perceptual historical case, as we're left with many questions. What exactly happened here, and if forces of Trinity and Blake were real, they what they were, what they are, and why did they suddenly stop? What unleashed them, or what, where did they come from? Is this a case of mind powers, ghosts, just as fraud got too far out of hand, or something else entirely? There's no way to really know. 
Location and link cotton serves as a good case to study by paranormal research and skeptic alike.